All right, 850. It's a Bill and Jessica show. Jermichael Mitchell, uh, candidate for the mayor of Salisbury in studio. How you doing? Welcome back. Well, well, thank you guys as always for having me. Absolutely. We got Kevin Lindsay, my man in studio, YMCA of the Chesapeake, doing his thing. Also, uh, your campaign manager. Campaign manager. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah. love it. Love it that you guys are like together, you know, like a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, for sure. You know, so. Make a great team. I do have a question. Yeah. Um, and I hear this asked a lot when, you know, interview, um, you know, candidates go on interviews. You're running against two other candidates. Yeah. Why you? Um, me. I, I've been consistent. I've been around. I, I know what the community needs. Um, I can learn more about the budgets and things of that nature. Even though I've seen budgets, I've worked with budgets. Um, I just truly feel like that people know my heart. People know that I want my city to be better. People know that I want the youth's lives to be better. You know, we have those murders that have been going on in our community. Mm -hmm. um, people truly know my heart. People know that I'm, I'm connected to those situations and that I truly want better for the city um, as a whole, right? And it's not about me. People should know that by now, right? This isn't right. an ego thing for me. It, it, I've I could have been egotistical a long time ago, um, but this isn't truly about me. This is truly about being a servant to the people, which has always been that. Mm -hmm. um, and we just feel like with this larger platform, we'll be able to do a lot more to make sure that our city is great. What would you say to someone who says... Uh, Jermichael's never been in office, yeah. you know, like, and all of a sudden he's going to want to be the mayor, like, yeah. you know, not even the city council first. Like, what would you say to like a naysayer who says, you know, how, how's he think he's just going to go in and become the mayor of Salisbury? Yeah. I would say, uh, before Westmore became the governor, he would, had never been truly in politics. I would say that there's ample of other opportunities that you've seen people who are great leaders get into leadership roles and do well. Um, so that, that's the piece. I'm a great leader. I'm a winner. Yeah. Um, people cannot, one thing for sure, two things for certain. Um, you cannot deny that I'm a winner. Even when I lose, I find ways to be a winner. Mm -hmm. um, so my objective is, I'm, I'm, no matter what, win, lose, or draw, we're still going to be winners. But the objective is, just imagine us in this position. You can only imagine the effort and the energy that we're going to put in. You've seen the energy that we've put into everything else that we've ever been a part of. Just imagine if we're in this position, the energy that we'll put in. Um, so I, I say that, man. You know, Give us a fair shot. Give us an opportunity. Um, and, you know, and in four years, if I still ain't your guy, you know, we, we move forward with somebody different. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for, give us four years, you'll see difference in Salisbury. So you get elected. You become the mayor of Salisbury. Yeah. What is the first order of business? Wow. So I've been asked that question. <laughs> I'm sure. So, so, so much. I'm um, sure. Over the last couple of days. Um, but to reevaluate the budget, like I said, we just talked about raising taxes on people in the city of Salisbury. Where are we wasting money? Where has money been moved from here? That's, that's the thing we learned. We learned that when we were working for the money is moved when they want to move it. Mm -hmm. Period. Like, let's call a spade a spade. When they want to find money, they go find money for whatever the project is. They so, okay, so what you're saying it. is, is like, let's just say at the beginning of the year, for people who don't yeah. really understand budget. So, at the beginning of the year... Uh -huh. There's a budget that's laid out. For sure. All right. So we have this amount of money for this project, Correct. this amount of money for this group, this amount of money for this yeah, project. Yep, that's how it's laid out. But if this project over here needs more money than what was laid out, they'll steal from another. I don't And, and I wouldn't say ste steal. Ste steals I think a, it has to be voted <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Right? Oh, gosh. Steals the strong word. Okay. <laughs> they will move the, it. They will take <laughs> that money. Yeah, it has to be voted upon. Okay. City council has some say in it. So they'll take so money they away take from this not knowing. Correct. and right. put it over on say this. Say we have some extra funds in this budget. That we right. haven't utilized or aren't using, or it doesn't look projected that we're gonna use them, right? Mm -hmm. um, use all we'll, of it. Correct. Right. We'll move it over here to this, yeah, to make something happen. And again, it has to be voted upon. But where are we wasting money like that? Like you said, we just talked about the sign. We just talked about Unity Square. We just talked about other places that we know money has been mismanaged. And I think that's the biggest threat from us. 
we know these things internally. A lot of people have never been able to work for the city and sit in positions like we were able to sit in. And for two years, I'll speak for self, for two years I was able to sit in this position, I was able to study, and I was able to make see things that people would have never saw. Right. So for two years, you were, what was your title? I was a youth development specialist, which was a created position for me. That's where another people that people don't understand. Jake, they created this position for me. Right. Um, other people were interviewed. Of course, you have to interview openly. But then the process was such a crazy process to even get hired. Mm -hmm. um, when people think you're a threat or people think that they can't control you, um, you go through things. Right. And I think that's one of the biggest pieces in the fear of here. It took me six months to get hired in this position that I was, that was created for me. I, right. Um, and, and that was just madness. We knew that we were going to go in facing some adversity when it took me six months to get hired. That's half a year. No one should be waiting that long for employment. Right. Right. Especially when a job is created for you and they know you can do the job. I waited six months to get in this position. So we knew we were going to face a lot of adversity. But we learned budgets. We learned things that from inside. And I feel like the first thing we need to truly do in my first act is to sit down and reevaluate the budget. Where are we wasting funds? That way we're not raising taxes, taxes tremendously on the people. So, okay. So other, <laughs> let me ask you this. Um, what is the big, other than the budgets, uh -huh. like what is the biggest thing that needs to happen in Salisbury that needs to change? Oh, man. We need to have a sit-down meeting and make sure that we're all on one accord, if that makes sense. Um, and when I say that, I'm talking about directors, I'm talking about workers, I'm talking about the vision plan for Salisbury, right? Um, change is different. So me coming in, I feel like certain people may feel threatened. I'll be honest and be real. Me, me winning, when we win, mm -hmm. people are going to feel threatened. People are going to feel like I'm coming in to make drastic change. And that's not what's truly going to happen. We just seen that in our county council locally. They came in and made drastic change. Now they're still fighting to see if people can get hired. They got lawsuits going on and so are these other things. We're not coming in to make drastic change. We want to make sure people still are feeling important in their jobs. We want to make sure people are empowered. What do people need to be successful? And this is for the people that want to stay. We, of course, some people may want to leave, and that's fine. They may not be with the vision that we have. We're fine with that. And then we'll go out and look for competent people, not friends, but we'll go out and look for competent people. But what we will say is for those people that are willing to stay, who have been working in those positions, we just want to sit down and make sure that they have the equipment, they have the finances, and they have everything they feel they need to be successful. We'll look at the numbers, and then we'll evaluate from there. I, I truly believe that Salisbury can be an amazing place. We just got to look at the numbers. So, but what what, what is the ultimate goal? What, what, if, the when, ultimate goal when, when for you're me, elected, yeah. you're, you're elected uh, mayor of Salisbury in two, three. It's a four year term, four right? Years. Okay, two, three, four years. Yeah. How do you like? What's the biggest change that you want to see in Salisbury that's not going on right now? I would say the biggest three big changes, and we we have six points, but three big changes for me is one, some sort of transportation, right? We have trolleys, we have um, transit vehicles that are sitting in our yard. Some sort of form of transportation, it would be key for me. That's one thing, right? Okay. Not just Shore Transit. Shore Transit is a great route, great company, but we need some sort of transit transportation in the city of Salisbury. Possible because again, we do it for the SU students. When they start, start doing their bar crawls and things, we, we used to send a trolley Thursday through Saturday from uh, on a route mm -hmm. from Brew River and uh, downtown and to the apartments in SU area and back. We had a route for that. So if we can create a route for those students, we can create a route for the people in our community. Another thing, of course, is definitely public safety. We got to make sure that we talk about public safety. We got to make sure that we, our officers are equipped. Right? We are one of the only places that officers don't have take-home vehicles. The biggest city on the eastern shore. 
our officers don't get to take their vehicles home. Oh, really? Yeah, for sure. So they got to go in every night and for turn sure. and then switch cars. Make it make sense. Wow. I know where they get to do in the smaller towns. Those vehicles go home with those officers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So I think that's very big and vital. Let's keep our officers happy. Make sure that they got some things going on that, you know, they're not spending money, extra money on their own personal vehicles getting back and forth to work when they have a car that they use every day. So public safety is one of the concerns as well. Um, then, of course, we have to do more for our communities. You ride through Salisbury, you see that great high-rise building. It looks very beautiful, but our kids are still killing each other. Our kids still have nowhere to go. We got to get back into our communities, and we got to utilize the spaces that we have. We would say, and I would say, and tons of community people would say, when you ride by our community centers, they're underutilized. When we were there the first year that we had those numbers, the first year that we, Go back and look at the statistics. The amount of things that we had going on nightly in Shore Street Community Center, the amount of youth that we were able to touch in that first year that it was open, they've never touched those numbers again since they stopped allowing us to utilize Shore Street Community Center. And we feel like that our communities matter just as much as downtown. So there would be a big change with more things happening in our community. There are roads that haven't been paved in over 10 years in our community. It's just been patched up. That's crazy that potholes are still there from 10 years ago. Um, these things are important. People want to feel important in the neighborhood. They don't want to feel like everything has to be about downtown Salisbury. And I would say in the past eight years, we've been told that the more that downtown grows, the more economically our city grows. Rent done went up. We still ain't got no jobs in our community. Mm-hmm. People keep talking about what they're going to do for fair housing, and they, they're doing nothing about that. They've done nothing, and they continue to talk about what they're going to do, and they still will do nothing. And the reason why there'll be nothing is because it's bigger than the city of Salisbury. Right? The county has to get involved. The state level has to get involved. So for people to start making promises about what they're going to do for housing as city officials, it's not much they can do. But we can continue to do our best to enforce codes on landlords, hold landlords accountable. So it's just different things like that, Bill, that people truly have to pay attention to. And you got to go back and check the facts. There are people who have sat on that council who have made bad decisions in their votings. Go check their votes. Go see who was about these bad decisions. And then cast your vote. Go back. If you think they're all knew, public. Yeah, it's all public. They voted. Yeah, yeah. Public information. Go check the voting. Go check the people's stats that had sit on that council and see what they've been doing in your community. And if there's things going on in your community that you don't like, go see who voted yes for that without asking you. Because mm-hmm. they obviously they don't care about the people. They care about themselves and making decisions for themselves because they didn't ask the people if that's something that they wanted or needed. Candidate for the Mayor of Salisbury, Jermichael Mitchell in studio. We got more with him and Kevin Lindsay coming up. Thanks. Tower 101.7. Hey, Delmarva. This is...